Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over the world, whatever. Uh, I'm going to talk today about how the whole continent of Africa has now officially rejected the Vatican, Tucci Fernandez, Smoochie Fernandez, Pope Francis inspired or approved, whatever, plan to undermine the teaching of marriage in the church. I'm talking about the infamous blessings of same-sex couples, which has caused such a stir. Well, finally now, every single Catholic conference in the continent of Africa, arguably the strongest Catholic continent in the world, or the continent with the strongest Catholics in general, has rejected this officially. And we're going to talk about a letter that was released real quick. Um, But first, there's a couple orders of business. I realized, ladies and gentlemen, I never asked for subscribers. Please subscribe to the channel. Uh, If you like this show, uh, click the notification bell and so on and so forth. Um, Also, as I said, I'm not in my usual setup here because I'm recording a book right now for Taylor Marshall. Nikolaus, which is is an installment of his Sword and Serpent. It used to be a trilogy. Now I guess it's like a quadrilogy or whatever with this extra book. In any case, um, getting that sorted out, that should be out relatively soon. Um, Also... If you would like to support the show, thank you to all the YouTube members who have signed up. Um, uh, It's been very gracious uh, having you support me, as well as Substack. I just uh, am about to release another installment of my Bible Catechism series on Substack, which is for paid subscribers only. There's also stuff there for free subscribers, as well. It's a way of supporting the channel, and you don't have to go through one of these censorship platforms because Substack does not censor its creators, which is great. Now, quickly, I'd like to get to uh, the sponsor of this show, which is Queen of Victory Rosaries. That's actually the wrong thing there. Let's pull this up. There you go. Queen of Victory Rosaries, sponsor of this episode. Thank you to them. Um, Wonderful, amazing, handmade Catholic jewelry and so on and so forth. You can find all this in the link to the description of this video. You can get Seven Soros Chaplets. You can get Five Decade Rosaries. You can get Stations of the Cross Sacramentals. You can get St. Michael Chaplets. Fifteen Decade Rosaries. Literally everything. I have one of these Fifteen Decade Rosaries, which is custom-made, and it's wonderful. If you don't like to use Etsy to pay for things, that's fine. Just go through the link in the description for this podcast, and you'll be able to have a do the Contact Us, and you can sort it out. Um, with the creator, which you can easily contact her through that. Um, thank you to Queen of Victory Rosaries. Also, if you buy something from them and there's general wear and tear, she'll fix it for you. You just got to mail it back and she'll fix that for you. And finally, last thing I promise before we get going on the video here, the Canadian Martyrs Men's Conference is just around the corner. It is beginning to get close to selling out. So you're going to have to get those tickets soon. Uh, September... 17th in Stratford, Ontario, Canada. Lots of Americans coming. It's real close to the border if you want to come in. You might even be able to find somebody carpooling, to be honest, uh, from the different regions. Um, Very inexpensive hotel. Good hotel, but inexpensive. It's the off-season in a tourist town, so it doesn't cost too much. Conference is only $100. Traditional Catholic men's conference. You won't find anything better. Um, I'm speaking. Father Rion is the keynote speaker. Father Stannis is speaking. If I just pull those down there, you can see them. Uh, and Timothy Flanders as well from 1 Peter 5, meaning a Catholic. There's a social the night before. Sign up for that. Last thing I'll say about that is this is actually something that our Holy Name Society does on a volunteer basis. It's not something I get paid for. I'm not doing this to make any money. I, the only, I'm not saying you shouldn't get paid. We are paying, obviously, the speakers who are coming in and things like that. That's appropriate. That's a matter of commerce and justice. No problem there. But the reason I'm saying that is because this is not some sort of, you know, Kennedy Hall's trying to do money making. This is our 
Holy Name Society. We are doing this out of the goodness of our heart so that we can provide this at the lowest cost possible for traditional Catholic men. Some people have asked if they don't attend the Latin Mass, can they come? Of course you can. We're ecumenical. I'm just kidding. All right, so let's look at this document from the African bishops. Let's just pull this up here. The article is at um, Rorate Celli, and here it is. And um, so I'm just going to bring these up. We're just going to read them. We're going to do some commentary. So, uh, no blessing for homosexual couples in the African churches. It starts off with some, you know, some uh, boilerplate, whatever. The message that I transmit to you today has received the agreement of His Holiness Pope Francis and of His Eminence Victor Fernandez. So let's just pause there for just a second. Apparently, this letter, which is going to say that the Fuducha supplicants cannot be implemented in Africa has the tacit approval of Pope Francis. So this this is the confusion of the post-conciliar church, isn't it? Something put up by the Pope, rejected in principle by an entire conference or coalition of conferences of bishops, is also approved. So Pope Francis approves the approval and he approves the rejection. This is the conciliar mentality in a nutshell, isn't it? Uh, continues... Sorry for the stomping. This is a soundproof booth, but you can't stop from, you know, things like construction and stuff going on. It presents a consolidated summary of the positions adopted by various national interterritorial Episcopal conferences across the African continent in response to the publication of the Declaration Fiducia Supplicans of the Dicastery, blah, 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 blah. Um, it, says, it goes on to say, it caused a shockwave. It has sown misconceptions and unrest in the minds of many lay faithful, consecrated persons, even pastors, and it has aroused strong reactions. This document encompasses, it says, I have to go back there, their views on the unchanged doctrine of marriage within the church, the pastoral care extended to all members of the church, and their unified position on same-sex unions. Um, Number one, unchanged doctrine on marriage and sexuality. In their various messages, the Episcopal conferences of the Church Family of God in Africa began reaffirming their unwavering attachment to the successor of Peter, their communion with him, and their fidelity to the gospel. They recognized collectively that the Church's doctrine on marriage and the family remains unchanged. They all noted the passages where fiducia supplicants reaffirmed this traditional uh, position of the Church. Um, this position, rooted in the sacred scriptures, has been taught without interruption by the Universal Magisterium of the Church. Therefore, rites and prayers that could blur the definition of marriage as an exclusive, stable, and indissoluble union between a man and a woman open to procreation are considered to be unacceptable. The distinction made by fiducia supplicants between liturgical blessings uh, or formal ritual blessings, uh, formal ritual blessings and spontaneous blessings is not intended to mandate that there be blessings for couples in irregular situations and same-sex couples, even if the document says that they should be carried out outside a liturgical framework. So they are recognizing that there are distinctions made in the document, but we all know that those distinctions are distinctions without a difference. Um, uh, anyway, we'll talk about this more as we go. Number two, pastoral care and guidance. Through the declarations of the Episcopal Conferences, the Church in Africa, as the family of God, reaffirms its commitment to the continuing pastoral assistance to all its members. Clergy are encouraged to provide welcoming and supportive pastoral care, particularly to couples in irregular situations. The African Bishops' Conferences emphasize that people with a homosexual tendency must be treated with respect and dignity, while reminding them that unions of persons of the same sex are contrary to the will of God and therefore cannot receive the blessing of the Church. So let's just, let's just break that down. 
Conferences emphasize that people with a homosexual tendency must be treated with respect and dignity, while reminding them that the unions of persons of the same sex are contrary to the will of God and therefore cannot receive the blessing of the church. Again, there's no difference between a union and couples. <laughs> goes on. Number three, the Episcopal conferences generally prefer each bishop remaining free in his diocese not to offer blessings to same-sex couples. This decision stems from the concern, stems from the concern about potential confusion and scandal within the church community. The constant teaching of the church describes homosexual acts as intrinsically disordered. And contrary to the natural law, these acts, considered as closing to the sexual act of the gift of life and not proceeding from a genuine, effective, and sexual complementarity, must not be approved under any circumstances. To support this position, the large majority of the interventions of the African bishops are based, above all, on the Word of God. They cite passages which condemn homosexuality, notably Leviticus 18.22, verse 23, uh, 1822 verses 22 to 23 where this activity is explicitly prohibited and considered an abomination this text testifies to these practices in the setting of israel as well as other practices that god uh, for, uh, prohibits such as infanticide um, one episcopal conference conference added the scandal of homosexuals of sodom in the narration of the text homosexuality is so abominable that it will lead to the destruction of the city the african bishop's going hard here in the New Testament, St. Paul, in the letter to the Romans, also condemns what he calls unnatural relationships or shameful morals. In addition to these biblical reasons, the cultural context in Africa, deeply rooted in the values of the natural law regarding marriage and family, further complicates the acceptance of unions of persons of the same sex as they are seen as contra uh, contradictory to cultural norms and intrinsically corrupt. So what is this saying? A union is a couple, a couple is a union... Notice how in their section on couples, they use the word union. Because there's no difference, as I've been saying, there's no difference between a union and a couple. They are synonyms. In fact, uh, in other languages, a, a friend who speaks Spanish was telling me this. Shout out if you're listening. In Spanish, you don't call them uniones. You call them parejas, pairs, couples. So in other languages, this idea between couple and union, this doesn't exist. This is just because in countries where we have official civil unions by law of same-sex people through, uh, you know, alleged marriage by the state. Um, we are used to saying union and couple. In other cultures, this is not a distinction that has any meaning to it because you would say something like pareja, which means pair. Uh, you are a pair whether you're married or not because it's pareja. You're a couple. If you're a union, you must be a couple. And if you're in a couple, even if you're not officially a union, it's still the same thing. We've been going over this, but this is absurd and ridiculous nominalism that people can make this distinction as if it even exists. Okay, concluding statement. In summary, the Episcopal conferences across Africa, which have strongly reaffirmed their communion with Pope Francis, believe that the extra-liturgical blessing proposed in the Declaration Fiducia Supplicants cannot be carried out in Africa without exposing themselves to scandals. They remind us, as Fiducia Supplicants clearly does, the clergy, religious communities, all believers, and people of goodwill, that the Church's doctrine on Christian marriage and sexuality remains unchanged. For this reason... Also, that's interesting as well. There's a Church teaching on sexuality, not just marriage, by the way, and they bring that up, which is important. People keep saying, it doesn't change the doctrine on marriage. There's also doctrines on sexuality which have to stay unchanged. 
For this reason, we, the African bishops, do not consider it appropriate for Africa to bless homosexual unions or same-sex couples, because in our context this would cause confusion and would be in direct contradiction to the cultural ethos of African communities. The language of fiducia supplicants remains too subtle for simple people to understand. Um, furthermore, it remains very difficult to be convincing that people of the same sex who live in a stable union do not claim the legitimacy of their own status. Exactly. Exactly. It's impossible. We African bishops insist on the call for the conversion of all. Like Hosea, Jesus comes to bear witness to the tenderness of God. He did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Matthew chapter 9, verse 3. Of this there is no doubt, but Jesus also stretches out his hand to the sinner so that he may rise, so that he may convert. This is from Mark. After showing such tenderness to the woman caught in adultery, he said to her, Go, and from now on, sin no more. As the salt of the earth and the light of the world, the merciful mission of the church is to go against the tide of the spirit of the world and to offer it the best, even if it is demanding. Some countries prefer to have more time for the deepening of the declaration, which in fact offers the possibility of these blessings, but does not impose them. In any case, we will not... We will continue to reflect on the value of the general theme of this document, apart from just blessings for couples in an irregular situation. Uh, that is to say, on the richness of spontaneous blessings in everyday pastoral care. And here is the money line, ladies and gentlemen, where they stick it to Pope Francis. Grace and peace. It is with these words taken from the St. Paul in communion with His Holiness Pope Francis and all the African bishops that as president of the Symposium of Episcopal Conferences of Africa and Madagascar, I conclude this message thus calling on Christian communities not to allow themselves to be shaken. His Holiness Pope Francis, fiercely opposed to any form of cultural colonization in Africa, blesses the African people with all his heart and encourages them to remain faithful as always to the defense of Christian values. So, this is a masterful letter, and here's why. They are having Pope Francis extend his blessing to their rejection for not just cultural, but biblical reasons. They are saying there is no distinction between a union and a couple, which is obvious. And if they were to impose this, this would be against the will of Pope Francis because they are saying this is a form of ideological colonization. Essentially, they've had the Pope uh, tacitly admit to the fact that there is no distinction between unions and blessings and that in order to impose this would be an act of colonization, which Pope Francis hates. Now, does this mean Pope Francis won't speak up both sides of his mouth and say something different when he's speaking to a different you know, conference of bishops? Of course he will. Of course he will, because he's a Peronist. That's what he does. He's a modernist. But bravo to the African bishops because they have shown the way forward. Um, and I hope other conferences of bishops pick up this and, and go with it. Um, at the end of the day, though, this does represent the massive deep crisis rooted in the church. There is no solution to this crisis because how can it be that you have an entire conference, an entire continent of Catholic bishops who have a radically different understanding than an entire continent in another place or whatever? And how can it be that you have the Pope approve of your rejection of what he approved uh, for reasons that are of the Pope's will, that go against his will. It's just so confusing. But this is the spirit of Vatican II. It is the spirit of confusion. The Church has been in this state since the Council. Um, and there you go. So, God bless you, Africa. Good work towards you. And remember, who was probably the most important missionary bishop uh, of African history in the last hundred years? 
It is, of course, the Archbishop Marcel Lefebvre. So thank you, Archbishop Lefebvre, for your work. Pray for us. As always, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you think in the comments. This has been the Kennedy Report. Until next time, God bless you all.